Welcome to the Territorial Fae Podcast, a podcast where boozy fae females discuss bookish adventures. Welcome to the Territorial Fae Podcast. I'm your random host, Jen. <laughs> I'm a host, Alicia. I'm Amanda. And we're all drunk. behind the scenes we've had a few glasses by now we've only been talking for an hour and a half already i'm sorry it's much about our lives we're not mad about it we're not we need this honestly we have made a pact you guys didn't know this we did this in blood i didn't you the other hosts didn't know this either we did this in blood in my mind um my mind <laughs> we're gonna do this once a month now where we just get together and talk shit yeah everybody girls ladies sorry women my fierce women warriors yes um i Please. am so excited you have no idea how much my soul is recharged from drinking a bottle of wine and talking about bullshit and you sitting there listening for like 20 minutes me bullshit on the phone about work and just and then know- telling you you look pretty you just sitting there knowing during these phone calls that you were there having my back it was just what can we do oh i was yeah. ready to jump Drink in yeah whose body who who do we need to set on fire tell me Look. when and where and hey. i will be there i love we'll you pigs. this is a thing once a month every friday yeah i'm down i'm once super a month down. on a friday not every and if you're a mom and you're listening to this especially if you're a mom but even if you're not and you are an adult woman who needs some interaction because I'm gonna tell you right now you're a poor lonely woman (laughs) I'm a four I fucking suck at interaction and the only reason that I know every person on this call right now is because Alicia's family adopted me because I am an introvert and I don't know how to talk to people okay I don't know how to do that that's not fun and I don't like it it's scary uh, she said that, but I've seen her drunk before, and she talks to everybody. Yeah, when oh. I'm drunk, I'm really mean. Hey, oh yes. When I'm drunk, pay attention. Everyone who comes on the podcast, including myself, has association with Alicia. That uh, is yeah, how we because get Alicia there. adopts people. I remember being at a Polycon, and Alicia's like, oh, "There's that influencer that I love so much. Her name is Tina." And I was like, "Cool, that's her name. I'm going to introduce myself." And they were like, excuse me, bitch, shut the fuck up and sit down. I was like, no, I'm going to talk to her. It's fine. (laughs) And now Tina and Alicia know each other. It's fine. We love you, Tina. That's her name, right? That's her name. Tina Byer. Yep. I thought it was, but I just wanted to make influencer for next year. She's what? She's a polygon influencer. They picked influencers for next oh. year. Oh, like, her outfit last year was impeccable. She looked like a fairy princess, like floaty, floaty princess. Yep. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about Hunger Games, the last seven chapters. If we can keep our shit together. Yeah, we'll yep. see about that. Well, we Alicia loves PETA, like, so I feel like we'll be able to keep it together because she fucking loves PETA so much I that she's going to be like PETA, 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 PETA. Peter, Peter, Peter. I will back you on that. Peter, Peter. Peter all day. You I know, almost brought Peter to eat because I was like, this is I was just thinking about that. Peter bread. That's delicious. 
Mm-hmm. I had some today. <laughs> you did? Yeah. I yeah. made, uh, we made like homemade pizzas on just like little pita. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've made those. So I had that for lunch yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. And you're so, like, oh, this is what the hype is about. This so chapter- I, ate, I ate pizza for all of my meals today. <laughs> nice. I bet you also went running. So I did. So, okay, so we're talking chapter 21 through chapter 27, the end of the book. And then we actually get to start the next book, which I'm really excited about because I I read the last seven chapters the night after we recorded this two weeks ago. Um, we've all been super busy. Obviously, you guys know what it's like being moms or just full-time moms. Having a job like we are moms and, and full-time working. <laughs> And so you guys know what you guys know what it's like. You've been fucking moving across the country, bitch. So yes, you've been busy. Except you've been setting up a whole house. Uh, yeah, it's officially it's done. done. I'm I'm very glad. But I hung up curtain rods in two bedrooms today, and that finished it. <laughs> I'm just ready to start book two because I feel like book one is very meh for me. Like I love it; it's great foundational. But so much starts happening after this. I can I can remember two. I cannot remember three at all whatsoever. Me neither. What is wrong with us? Well, it's been a long time. My well, my memory is terrible. Like Thomas, we <laughs> so we've lived here before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we drove past places today. We like drove into town where we were kind of were before, and Thomas was like, "Do you remember that place? Do you remember that place?" And I was like, "No, absolutely like, not. I've been there before." How many years ago was it? Uh, we lived here in 2015 and 16. Dude, doesn't fucking count. That was almost 10 years ago. Your brain reset already. Also, I, I feel like husbands, husbands make it up. My husband does it all the time. I told you that. I'm like, no, you, no the fuck you well, didn't. I no. vaguely remembered. I remembered the pizza place that we went to. But what I didn't remember was there's a freaking Second and Charles bookstore here. And Thomas was like, oh, Second and Charles, do you remember that place? And I was like, I've never been to one of those before. I just went with Alicia to one for the first time ever last <laughs> month. And he's like, no, we went there. And I was like, I really don't think I went there. I do the same thing. But Jake is like, do you remember when we used to live here 15 years ago and we would go down this road all the time? Yes, babe. This fucking road with all these fucking trees. Yes, I absolutely remember this for sure from 15 years ago. It's so, so similar to that idiot. one other road with the other trees. I am probably going to have dementia or Alzheimer's or something at like 55 years old, you guys. There's <laughs> like, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like it's a gone girl moment i'm like you did not tell me that (laughs) they make that shit up you know they make that shit up no 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 you forgot and you just created it in your mind it's because we're right all the time that this is where they feel like they excel absolutely i'll let us talk about fucking pita now alicia you can talk about your man lead the way lead the way where do we start he's perfect he is literally perfection and if anybody please dm me personally lady perfectionist on instagram if you have something to say that he's not like julian jen's husband said he's rapey he's not okay 
Yes. Guys, Thank I, I can't. Because you know, know, Alicia, I said PETA is my probably number one. Like, number one! He's he my number one, always. He's probably my, the first love of my life when I was, what, 18 years old. I was like, this guy is goals. And my husband said he's rapey and he is a little, he, he's like, comes on strong. And I told him, I said, if you're a fucking teenager and a girl you thought liked you did all this stuff, would you not be like, oh, she likes me? He's he like, no, I'm like, is you liar. the sweetest liar. thing in the world. Like, there are zero rapey vibes coming Everything, okay. Class. Everything he has done in these last chapters was real was a hundred percent real like you even hear Hamish say like he's already there he's already there Hamish said at the end of the book every time and then she even questions it she's like wow like a lot of the stuff he says he remembers this this has to be real this can't be real is it real yes bitch it's fucking real well, that's my, okay, so my one issue with PETA, I love PETA. I think he is the purest human being to ever be in any books, but he's not dominant enough for me. I'm that, I'm a recent girl or an actual girl. I like the dominance. No, but I do PETA too. is pure he, and wonderful. No. I understand. He's a startled deer. You cannot be dominant with a startled deer dear and you gotta understand but he's also like 16 right Right. Right. like 500 right right? like as the books go they're children they're babies they're children i'll wait to the five minute spoiler at the end but he doesn't always stay that way as he gets older and he goes through life right like you'll you'll see as we keep reading you'll see i promise you Imagine your childhood crush. Okay, he is still throughout the series. He no, girl. I promise you, he's not in book three. He's not. He's pretty much like fuck you. All I remember in that is real or not real. Yeah. Wait till you read book three. Okay, I'll wait till I read book three. I promise you. Okay. No fucking startled deer. Okay. In book three, he's like, you're fucking done. This is your jam. This is it like okay i'm excited to read that as an adult because i just remember mostly the first book like i said you know i i haven't read the series in a really long time and i do resonate more right and i do resonate more with uh a dominant male character i i love that jake is you know very i do too though very male he's just 16 Right. Well, and Jake is reading Akatar now, so he's he's very uh he calls himself an alpha hole sometimes and I fucking Oh my love god, him. he did and I almost died during that Marco Polo. I know. He said y'all have been like chatting a little bit about like <laughs> about stuff. And well, I just my Marco Polo so like le- put like That's what put that highlight thing and it was there for days. So I Marco Poloed him and I was like, listen, my Marco Polo told me I needed to talk to you. So That's what he said. He's <laughs> like my sister Marco Polo me today because she said that uh Marco Polo said she hadn't talked to me in a while. I mean and I was it was like three neg- weeks or something. <laughs> he was like I mean and I was feeling neglected, but it's fine. <laughs> I'll make sure I Marco Polo him a little bit more. Yeah, because he's like, babe, I, I like I don't want to like tell you not to do that, but like 
my alpha hole is showing a little and I'm like I'm like absolutely it is yes sir oh is it I'll tend to okay. it Okay. I'm in it. I'm in for that. So I'm if in. you if you go in the aspect of he's a 16 year old boy, right? Exactly. Right. Is a right. 500 year old Faye. Hold like, on. There's also what a girl wants and what a girl needs, and he is what, what a girl she needs. You making me sing? What a girl needs. I know I was going there, but still, I was hoping you'd be mature enough. But like, considering how she is, she's so serious. She like refuses to deal anything with love. He gives her space when she needs it and he knows when to be like all right i'm gonna joke because she's stressed but you know? he also he he has those little manly bits when he like teases her about kissing him and stuff and and asks for them i did not think any of it sounded off i was like if i was 16 no. years old i would be like okay okay <laughs> where's your car <laughs> Okay, so with this though, in chapter I flagged. Let's say where we're picking up. For say Gail. where we're at. They're in the cave. She just found him. Um, they're in the cave. She made him pass out with a syrup. Did she make? No, him no. Yeah, she got him no, broth that, because. Yep. Like no, the, I think it was when he was made him some broth. The end was saying. Uh, yes. Yes. She made him finally out sent with him something. Because she gave him a kiss. And yep. so it was like a sign, like, keep doing that and I will keep sending you stuff. So he finally got something to help him eat because he wasn't hungry. No, no, He's it ended dying with at the syrup. Point. It did. It ends with the syrup. He, they, they kiss and er, he, he sends the syrup and he says, it's sweet. It's, it's sweet like syrup. syrup. And then she's like, I know this won't be forgiven. And okay, we're on 21. Out. I was yeah. thinking that 20. Yeah, so, 20. so she puts him to sleep with the syrup so she can go to the feast and get the backpack. So what I flagged right after that was Engale. I know him. He won't be shouting and cheering, but he'll be watching every moment, every twist and turn and willing me to come home. I wonder if he's hoping that Peter makes it as well. Gail's not my boyfriend. But would he be if I opened that door? He talked about us running away together. Was that just a practical calculation of our chances of survival away from the district or something more? Like, to me, that came out of nowhere because every other Gale highlight in this book is we are friends, we are friends, we are friends. So I think she's so delusional. My, she so, doesn't know what she feels. And well, I think- this is this is where I got from it, right? She never, ever put herself in a situation where she would have feelings and romantic feelings for somebody ever. It's always been survival for her family. Kissing Mm -hmm. Peta, being close to Peta, she literally says, it's the first time I ever wanted to do it. Like, it's the first time I felt the warmth in my body. So now 
that she knows that feeling of wanting sleeping next to somebody, having somebody there for her to take care of her, like having that romanticness of someone else being there and the kissing mm-hmm. that gives her that warmth in her belly. Now I think it's fucking with her in a way that's like, well, does does Gail feel that way? Could he yeah. be my boyfriend if I open that door? Like yeah. I, she's I always she been practical. Like, it's yeah, practical. That like to her. this is what I need. She's been always thinking about like how it's gonna get her through yeah. life. And this is finally the first time where she's like, Hold on, this is something for me. Yeah. The first well, time and, she's thinking about that. And not even that, and hold on, this is something for me. I think it's I think it literally opened a door in her mind that she's like, People feel this way? Like this is what relationships mean. You don't just get married to combine you know effort or income or the workload you get married or get with somebody because you have a feeling about them like or I even I even get close to somebody right because I don't think we're getting she close to that before yes so now she's just like oh like this these little butterflies these are kind of fun is this what other people yes. or what and then now i think she's questioning she's questioning yeah, i agree Which, rereading i can't blame her in a sense to now question gail because i can understand she was in survival mode mm-hmm. and now that all is lost pretty much for her right it's either die yeah. or survive and now she's like well was that a thing? Did I literally yeah. shut this out from my life? Could this have been something? Yeah. Like, I can't blame her for going. Like, obviously I do because I'm a PETA lover, right? Like, but Gail has always been there for her. Mm-hmm. Gail, and I'm not a Gail. I fucking hate I, Gail. We I all think he's know the only that. relationship. He's the only relationship she has but isn't like related to her he is she's thinking about it her well you don't know if they're related right that was the beginning of the book (laughs) but (laughs) but they're fourth cousins he's always been there they they literally survive together they literally make sure each other's family is together he's taking care of her family while she's away like why would you not question that relationship if it's more like yeah. whether or not she's so closed up. up i mean now that you have these feelings i can understand a little bit more rereading this as an adult like yeah why she goes back to gail you know and she doesn't necessarily see everything that Peta is against yeah. teen yeah you know like not that I approve, because obviously everybody who's been listening to this knows yeah. don't fucking approve, and she un and she figures that out later. But like, you can't help but question and go to that and figure out if that was something more because they've been there so long. And yeah, well, it's her she safety questions. zone. He is her safety yeah. zone, so I understand. Yeah. She's like, I don't know about this like thing that I. I, is so brand new is like centered around this she questions crazy his motive trauma so I think yeah. she's very much just like hey let me like kind of look at the rest of my life because I could die you know like that's the that's the thing is I yeah. don't 
Yep. And and later on in this episode, I think we'll talk about the fact that that really hurt Peta's feelings. But oh, my let's let's go back to where we are. Sorry, I'm like drunk and I'm gonna cry about because that. okay, so so we're she, she drugs oh. Peta with the syrup. I'm the emotional. Syrup. Okay. Don't because I'm a sympathy crier. I'm (laughs) not a sympathy crier. I will touch you with a broom and be like, they're there. So So she goes to the feast. Yes. And she it's freezing and she uses roost socks to help her and she goes to the roost spot and Mm -hmm. she's waiting. And they have three bag four bags on the table, each are a different size based on what they need right specifically what they need Mm -hmm. and then it she's like what what's happening well and then the table comes up with what they need and she gets so pissed because fox face is so smart she's hiding in the cornucopia and she gets her bag in and it's gone and she's like why the fuck did i not think about this and then she's like okay it's time it's my time to go yeah she starts running and then what's her face has her has her and she's done she's about to get killed and this chick from district two who's with close yeah Yeah. because district two and district district nine and the only two with the two male and female that's still together and clove thank god clove wants to like torture and talk be Mm -hmm. instead of just like stab and be done because she's sitting there like, ooh, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to whatever, and, uh, and like, talking to the point where, like, they Fresh talk about Rue, they talk about Rue, and she's like, yeah, we killed her, your friend, your ally, and then, thank goodness, Thresh hears that, right? He's like, what'd you do to that little girl? Thresh like, rips her people? off slams her in the temple the fucking rock to where this girl's just like dying moaning and i love the behavior we want i love katniss at this point because katniss is like thresh she was my ally your district sent me bread to thank me for what happened please just do it quick like don't let me suffer Mm -hmm. you know i'm good the way i am just do it and fucking thresh like is like this we're is your even. chance 12 your yep. fucking chance and it's like for what you did for that little girl right now that this episode we're drunk because we should just have me out that we also like missed a ton of shit about it's fine <laughs> it's fine but uh thresh is like this is it for rue and i love that she goes back to I understand what it means to owe people something. Right. And this was Thresh's way of not owing her anything. Right. I let you live for what you did for my district. And now I'm done. This is that little girl. This was your one chance. Next time I fucking kill you. Well, to me, it stood out so much that he, he called her. What did you do to that little girl? Because he was so, I, I feel like, there was something there in that he was such a protector. Maybe it was, he reminded me of my little brother when we were kids because he was always bigger than me. So he called me little sister. We were only 12 months apart. 
And it reminded me so much of him reading that in that little girl. And he was so protective of people that were smaller than him, like literally broke a boy's jaw one time for picking on a smaller kid. And I just, I love that. That resonated with me so much. And also like Rue sounds like she was a part of her district where people knew her. Yep. Mm-hmm. So direct her community. Known her. Yeah. And been like, there's this 12 year old girl. What did you do? And Katniss yeah. is like, hold on a second. I'm like she was my friend. Yeah. I sang her to death. Like she literally told him that she was there while she died. And he was like, all right, like you don't, you're not menacing like everyone else. I think he saw it in her. That was like, you showed some grace and some love. I'll let you go. And the, and like I think Rue is literally just another version of Katniss. Like she's like a mix of Katniss and and Prim and P- because and who and Prim Prim because yeah. like Rue sees her sister, but she also sees herself. Like she's adventurous and everything, but she's also very young. Um. Um. Well, I have to talk about like he kills Clove. Okay, go ahead. So he kills Clove, and then like she realizes, "Hey, I need to go," and she thinks, "Hey, he Cato might be following me." But her one like lucky part is that Thresh took his backpack. So Cato's. So she's like, Cato's probably following him, so I should be okay to head back. Yep. And then she heads back. And, and she, tells, she tells Peter what happened. Oh, and he's, like, mad but not. Um, yeah, because he's, like, he does. Because she says, I don't understand it. And he's, like, well, I get it. Or she says it's, like, the bread. He didn't want to owe you anything or something, right? Oh, and then she was a bitch. And she was, yep. like, if you were from the seam, you would understand owing people. And, I'm and like, like I get it, but then she also realizes, horse, bitch. hold on, she realizes, she gets put in her place very quickly because she realizes Peter doesn't live a great life. Like, he eats stale bread. And when he, he doesn't that. get to enjoy everything. Yep, like, 100%. So I, I don't know. I think, like, there's something about him where he's so positive through his own version of life, having an abusive mother, having to deal with, like, never having fresh food I would I would personally die but I don't know I just I love him so much I love him so much yes I love him so much you guys need to talk because I'm drunk please help please help me uh yeah I I feel like Peter's mom is a super huge bitch oh she's the fucking worst anyway so she goes back to um the cave and she tells Peter about the thing. She gives him the medicine and he wakes up and it's, and he's, he's okay. Like his blood poisoning is gone. Fine. Like, and unlike the movie, like they don't put anything on her fucking head. He lets her sleep through the, like the day. And he's like, yeah, Clovis dead. I saw it in the sky, um, you know, and then the rain is just pounding right and then they finally realize that the game makers are the ones who are yeah who are making the rain they're trying to flush out i think they decide that they're trying to flush out thresh right who's who's been in that like 
off space that like weird field um yeah like weed or something yeah yeah Yeah, she asked Peter what's over there and she's like it's he's like it's a field as far as you can see yeah there can be animals snakes whatever in there but she's like I know thrush has been thriving because that's what they deal with and he flat out says like Nobody really wanted to track thrush down in that grass. It has a sinister feeling to it. Every time I looked at that field, all I could think of are hidden things: snakes and rabbit animals and quicksand. So there it's Kato. Anything in there? So it's Kato and Thresh basically fucking fighting it out to who survives, and they have to figure out. Like Peta and katniss are sitting here like okay so whoever wins is who we're basically going up against it's my real life version of pita oh hi hi pita thank you for the calzone pita what are you drinking pita if it go it's my summer beer um this is my second bottle of wine pita pita (laughs) who we got here Oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Because Peter gave you bread. Yeah, Peter gave you bread. I love you. We love you, Peter. Thank you for the bread. Why is she so pretty, Derek? I can't take it. Can you guys stop making out, please? God, I Absolutely love him. not. I love him. Enjoy it. Love you, dude. Okay, so fucking Peta and Katniss, it stops raining, and she has like a like a bad injury from this. Remember, she's injured, stabbed in the arm or something, right? No, Clove like gashed her freaking forehead, and so she's like injured. She gets back, gives like Peta his medicine, and then she like passes out. And then she finds out he like takes care of her, and he gets mad at her because there's. I this was my highlight was she says she she did the right thing because she got the medicine that saves Peta, and then Peta tells her like, "Don't die for me." Yeah, and then uh she says maybe I did it for myself, Peta. Did you ever think of that? Maybe you aren't the only one who who worries about what it would be like if. And he's like if what and she has this like internal thought of i don't want him to die it's not about the sponsors it's not about what will happen back home i don't want to lose the boy with the bread and peter says peter says if what katniss and then they then they like kiss again and it talks about how it's like the first time that they kiss we're like one of them's not dying or like gravely mm-hmm. ill. It's the first time they really choose to do it. And it's really cute. Alicia muted it, so I can't hear her too. She's smacking so much right now. You can see it. I love you guys so much for <laughs> muting shit when I can't. So I can't hear you too, because you know I'm a psychopath. Okay. So you just said something and I had something in my brain and now I forgot it because we talked about chewing. But like she also talks about how she almost starts crying because she doesn't want someone else to die. Oh, that's a, that's a big thing. And she compares them to Gail. Chapters yes. Is she cannot lose the boy with the bread. Like that's the, that's one of the 
biggest reoccurring themes. And I, I think it's towards the end, right? Oh, where is it? I know I'm skipping, but whatever. And I think she says, you're not leaving here, leaving me here alone. And I think this is a reoccurring theme that she's really understanding throughout all these chapters, right? That Peta has stuck with her since she's given, since he gave her that bread, right? And it's like, and she's she not alone flat out because she tells, she says so many times, I'm finally not alone. Yes. And he says, um, it's like, okay, I'm going to the very end. And I just wanted to bring this up because I think it like sums up her feelings. Right. And it says, Katniss, it's what I want. And it's when they're about to like at the end and i'm skipping i'm gonna skip just a minute to to bring this full full focus right when they 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 finally realize they both win but then the game makers changed their mind and said you can't both win and they said and katniss just said or Peter just said it's fine just shoot me like it's what i want and she says you you're not leaving me here alone and she specifically says because if he dies I'll never go home. Not really. I'll spend the rest of my life in this arena trying to think my way out. And Mm -hmm. that literally right there sums up her feelings that she can never leave the boy with the bread ever. Since that moment he has given her that bread, she can never be without him. Like, ever. Like She even talks about like when she gets back to him, how they have like their first kiss and she talks about how like no one has held her like that like he's this whole different kind of feeling she's never had before is that what you highlighted amanda yeah because she asks him she says like like pita in the interview you said that you uh have had a crush on me forever when did forever start so then he, tells, Jesus. then he tells her and he says oh let's see i guess the first day of school we were five you had on a red plaid dress in your hair it was in two braids instead of one my father pointed, my father pointed you out when we were waiting to line up he said see that little girl i wanted to marry her mother but she oh, ran off God. with a minor and then it's she says what you're making that up no true story and i said a coal miner why did she want a coal miner if she could have had you and he said because when he sings even the birds stop to listen which reminded me so much so much of rue it is so sweet so freaking sweet i love that so much okay how can you have somebody tell you something so specific and still be like oh you're making that up (laughs) no bitch i think she was just so because she's an idiot she was she's so so dumb she She had no confidence confidence in herself she's so naive guys i I think she just like she she refuses to let that be something she is like a part of a life because she says like i can't afford it you yeah. know, but she talks about oh, he's the he's the first time she's had someone hold her where she feels safe. Mm-hmm. You've had okay, girls in your I, arms, I, I know and you didn't say you felt train. that safe. 
Well, we we gotta keep moving. So after she gets back to him, <laughs> we gotta keep moving. They're he, they're healed. Whatever the water runs out, the stream they've been in is dry. So they're going to have to search for water, and they know that they're moving them all back towards the the center of the arena. But at this point, it's just three of them left. It's just right. Katniss. No, it's four. Four of them. No. no. Still thresh by they now. hear before the rain stops. The oh, it is four of them. You're right. It's four of them. Oh, fox the fox face death. I forgot that homegirl fox face. Oh, yeah, my poor Pina, right? Okay. So they're out foraging because Thresh is dead. So they know. And because all the water is dried up. Yep. They know that Kato is going to come after them because they're the mm-hmm. biggest thing. They know Foxface is out there. So they go out hunting. And they're like, we have to hunt. We have to eat. They ate all the food. And so oh my, <laughs> I love him and his innocence. God, I just can't, guys. Okay. Josh Hunt Hutchinson. Please, if you can just like, I'll get a hall pass. Like, just pretend to be Pina. It's fine. Like, just role play Pina. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, back to reality. Um, okay, so they, they go, go hunting, and Candace is getting so pissed because Pita's so fucking loud right like and she's like dude and Peter knows right he's like I'm yeah. sorry like so she's like just fucking forage so she goes out and she like snares rabbits or something and she comes back and all she sees is this plastic laid out with berries on it and she doesn't know where Peter is and then she hears the cannon and she freaks the fuck out because she's like what is happening and then she these finds are night berries panics she panics. Yep. Yeah, she panics hard. Panics. And the best thing is, Peter is so naive that he doesn't realize. He's, he's like, what? What? But honestly, it's in their favor because his lack of knowledge. Yep. Is and her what... her sense of attention. Yep. She pays attention to every and she's little like, piece of oh, food okay. they have. He's gathering them specifically for them because Peter doesn't know he would have fucking ate them. And she ate them. And these yeah. night whatever. Foxface Fox face yep. ate them because she thought, oh, he's gathering them for them to eat so they're safe for me to eat. Well, I love so- it so much because Katniss got a little pissed because she's like, he ate some of the fucking cheese. No, she didn't. Fox, no, he it was Foxface. Fox face. some of the fucking that's cheese. The thing. She notices every piece of food that's gone yep. because she's had to live that way. Like, yeah. <laughs> Paying She's attention like, to everything. Without me. <laughs> he had a little nibble without me. Okay, so now we're down to three. Mm-hmm. Fox face oh, is dead. Wait. But what sucks is PETA gets the the kill count for Foxface. Whether or not intentional. Right. Yeah. He gets that kill count. So it hurt him. Because he didn't know. And he didn't mean it. Right. And he doesn't do anything. So, like, it's not really as, his. As the books go on, though, that's a thing, right? That Peter has, he's never killed anybody. But he gets that kill count. Right. 
And, and I- it, it hurts him because he's so sensitive for, for Katniss. That's, that's not something she, she dwells on because it's something that she had to do to stay alive. It's not something she does because she's malicious or ugly or mean. It's because she had to do it to live, but, and she can live with that. And for PETA, that's more difficult. Yep. Because but he's I will so say, sensitive. She dwells on that too. Like for her, killing is animal. And then when she has to deal with like the fact that she killed one person, she's just yeah. like, oh, I killed someone. For a you minute. Know? But then she's over it. She's like, you know what? She ra- She rationalizes it in her mind. I think she she compartmentalizes it. I think it's yes. a little bit different. Yeah. Because that's I think- what I feel like that's what I would do. I would compartmentalize, but I'm also very good at shoving that out of my brain so I don't have to think about it. I yeah. think in the moment she um she she killed on instinct right for Rue. Right. And later she realized like, "Oh fuck, I just killed a human." Right? right. And then it starts to come at her and then she compartment yeah compartmentalizes but she doesn't let it eat her alive me amanda i'm drunk don't come at me she doesn't she doesn't let it eat her because it was necessary so it's just like pharah i feel like and i know we we kind of go back to them they're a little bit of our basis but pharah is very it was i killed the innocent I had to because mm-hmm. it was necessary and I'm not going to let it eat me up for the rest of my life because I had to, it was necessary. But it, she does hold on to it. And I, and Katniss does too. She has nightmares in the next book and right. we'll talk but, about it when we get there. But it's, but. it's not something that eats them up for the rest of their lives. PETA, it would eat him up for the rest of his life. He would hate himself and it would chip away and chip away and chip away. And the thing like, is, I, I think I, that like even the, the unintentional death that is his count does still eat at him. Oh, it absolutely does. Absolutely. But with Katniss, she's like, it does tear her up, but also she can, like you said, compartmentalize it to where it's not killing her. The, yeah. It's you can kill it's survival though she's had to she went right back survival yeah i i agree Feyre, same way starving had to do what she had to do and i mean look at freaking cops or look at whatever they have to do what they have to do to keep people safe okay so this is the longest episode ever. Let's, let's get to this end. They so, they make they go to the cornucopia. They wait because they understand what's happening in the the mutations camp. So I fucking Kato, hate those. Kato comes barreling past them, and then they start running because he's running, and it's these like wolf. Are they wolfish? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah, they're yeah. Like wolf. But she's, she she notices like that they are very different. They're, they're yeah, eyes. like their eyes, no. the way that they can stand and on they their legs, stand soul. on their hind legs. They're like, like humanoid wolves. They're like wolves. they're like Lupin in Prisoner of Azkaban. They're okay? werewolves, guys. That's how I, yeah, that's how I think of them. And each one's fur is like reminiscent of the hair of the of their of hair the, color. Yep. And they and then, have their people's eyes. They have the 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 eyes. Previous tributes. 
tributes. That's the word. They have the tributes that have died eyes. So she sees each tribute that has died already. Even in Rue. Rue. She sees They Rue. took her eyeballs and yep. put oh, it in Oh, God, I can't. Doesn't Peter That's say, like, horrible. what did they do to them? Mm-hmm. That's how horrible these capital people are, mm-hmm. is that this is insinuating that they took out their eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Or yep. they're just really good at, like... No, they took out their eyeballs. They That's exactly what they eyeballs. did. <laughs> they took out their eyeballs. It was, no, they're really good. They took out their eyeballs because they took their bodies. What else are they You're doing? You're right. Now? You're right. You're right. So they they took their eyeballs out and made them into these mutts. So so now this mutt of Rue is attempting to murder Katniss. So what I love about this is they all go to the cornucopia, but like Cato yep. wasn't focused on them. They're, he was focused on getting away from the, the mutts. And then yep. they get to the top of the cornucopia. He, he was terrified, but then you find out what was in his backpack. And it was a damn bodysuit armor mm-hmm. of not being like not being able to pen- get penetrated by um Katniss's arrows, right? Because it's a full armor suit, like very thin armor suit, like a layer. It's an arrow-proof fist. Yeah, but the yes. butts like aren't really piercing it either. Right. Right. Yeah, like what you find out yep. later on, and it's so hard to so read about that. Then they mm-hmm. get then they get up into the cornucopia, they get on top. Anyway, what comes Peta the- is slow, yep, still on his leg. So yep. Katniss is like trying to shoot them and help Peta, but she's like counting down her arrows she has left. So what comes to it is they get up up, they get up there, but then um Anyway, it just comes to the point where Cato ends up finally catching his breath and he captures Peta. And he's like, and it's this kind of standoff. And it's like, I will kill Peta if you kill me. And it's like, if you kill me, I'll like, if you kill me, I fall off with Peta. So there's right. no, and the there's will no take like, me with win them. on this. And yeah. then who's the finally, person who comes up with the great plan? It's fucking Peta. He barks an X on Cato's hand out of his like, blood. Shoot him here. Shoot him here. Like, what a fucking smart guy. And she does. Cato falls and she catches Peta in time. And then this is where it is hard to read because, mm-hmm. like, and I, I know when we watch the movie, we'll we'll talk about this more, but in the movie, it's quick, right? In the book, it's not. It's not quick. It's literally, it's like twelve plus hours. Yeah, he hours. fights them because of that armor. These mutts for mm-hmm. hours until they finally overcome and they literally eat him. They eat no, him. and then Katniss mercy shoots, kills him. Mercy, mercy kills, kills him. They say, like, "Can oh, I mercy kill him?" Closer. And she goes over the side with Peta holding her legs and she says the only way that she was able to figure out what he was out of the hunk of meat down there was because he opened his eyes yeah like how and she was able to shoot him in his face because his body armor was like how fuck literally he had to open his eyes because he was a ravaged piece of meat at that point and didn't he say please? Please, I he mouthed so, yeah. please. 
Mm-hmm. But like it lasted for the whole night. She said oh, she yeah, hears them. Gone. She hears him. They hear him moaning. And she yeah. finally hears him getting closer and she mercy kills him and it's done. And then they do the announcement. Like, oh, just kidding. You can't both live. Right. And their reaction is like Of course. So, it's so quick. Mm-hmm. I love that they argue for who should die. Yeah. But it, it is, it's so accepting. They were just both like, of course. Of course, yeah. this is how it's gonna end. Of course. They didn't they didn't linger on questioning the validity of you motherfuckers. No, and like what got me, what literally hurt my heart reading after they're like, haha, just kidding, only one can live, right? Is like she in she instant instantly thought that when he was grabbing his knife, uh-huh, he was grabbing it to come at her. Mm-hmm. And by the time she had her arrow raised, the knife was already in the fucking lake. And she like it literally caused her shame for her mm-hmm. to immediately pull up her arrow. And like Peta had instantly thrown his knife away. And he, yeah. don't do it. Don't fucking put your, just shoot me. Like we yeah. know this was how it's going to end. He says, it's yeah. what I want. It's what I want. It's what I want. And then that's where earlier when I said, she said, I would never go home. Because she wouldn't. If she ever fucking had to kill Peta, or if Peta ever died, even not in her, by her hands, it would never be over. Because it, it circles back to what I said earlier, where she is never going to be okay without the boy with the bread. Ever. Well, and she could and like, never go home if she killed him, because her district would be like, fuck you. Like, it, it would be bad. Her district would shun her. After that entire performance of the two of them being in love and she killed him? No, her district would shun her. Yeah, but then he rips rips his bandaid off, like his bandage off, and she's like panicking, trying to fix it. And she's like, you're not leaving me here alone. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he ripped off his bandage. He's like, fine, I'll fucking bleed out. Right? He's like, if you're not going to kill me, I'm going to get you out of here myself. Because Suck it. always fucking thinking of her. And then years old. he always is self-sacrificing. He, she is above mm-hmm. himself. And for her, she's just fight or flight. Whereas he's like, all right, what's going to make Katniss survive? Yeah. Well, okay, guys. Harry Potter is the same way with literally everybody he knows. Yeah, I love it. Alicia's like hitting her tattoo of Harry Potter, her fucking Hedwig tattoo right now. But Harry Potter is so very self-sacrificing from 11 years old. Guys, my oldest is younger than that right now. I mean, older than, my oldest is older than that. She's almost 14. I cannot imagine an 11-year-old saying, I will give up my life for my friends. It, nope. It's it's incredible. My oldest is two years younger 
than Katniss and Peeta. I cannot imagine the terror. The homegirl can barely make her own mac and cheese in the microwave, okay? <laughs> but he... Listen, my six-year-old now knows how to do that and make tuna fish sandwich. Who pulls out the berries? Katniss. Oh, she has it in her like little pouch, her her little fanny pack, and her she's like fanny pack. She's like okay. together, together. Okay. She, whispers, she whispers. I or fucking her, right? love that because at that point she's like, "Fuck this! They have to have a victor. No. Let's eat these berries at the same time, right?" Yeah, she's, she's mad. Thinking of what comes after. And Dude. then, like, well, I know that this is a longer episode, so I know that we'll, like, wrap it up, like, quickly, but it causes a lot of issues mm-hmm. because it made the capital look like a fucking idiot, you yeah. know? To her, it was survival, mm-hmm. but also a little rebellion because if you read what she was thinking, it's like, haha, fuck you, capital. You have to take us or you're not going to have any victor. And mm-hmm. then what is that going to look like for you? But she wasn't thinking gambles. She wasn't she thinking big game. Long. She wasn't thinking long term. That's what I'm all. talking about. Yeah. And then Cat or um, I love Hamish, right? Because he's like, yeah, good job, girl. You're like, good yeah. job, sweetheart. But then he's like, you're in fucking trouble, dude. Like, there's no way out of this now. You yeah. have to play this. You loved him, and you can never live without him. Thing. Yeah. Forever. So then they're in the capital, right? This is where we get confirmed they fixed her hearing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they keep her and Peta separated. And do the interview. No, stop. Wait, him. go back. Because they save they him. Like, like they both survived. They save him. She's and like she's a beating beating on the animal. She's going crazy. She's like, I need to know what's happening. You guys are a part of the games. Tell and- me what's happening with Peta. Keep him safe. Yep. Yeah, so then uh, they're separate. She's getting taken care of. He's getting taken care of. They let them come back. Yeah, together. but she said he. It seems like he coded twice on that table. Yes. Yeah. Like I feel like they both come out with just being totally you different. Can't even see people. their scars, which is like yeah. crazy to me, because she talks about how they completely like fixed everything superficial about her. She's yeah. like, they fix scars from when she was a child. Yep. And for him, yeah. they like freaking fixed him except for the one thing she doesn't know about yet. Yep. Which breaks my heart and they don't ever play that in the movie. And I saw, I was looking up fan art of PETA because obviously, obviously guys, come on, when we're back in this. And there's like this amazing fan art of PETA sitting there with his amputated leg, like this metal leg on him. And I was like, yeah. And I totally forgot until I saw uh-huh. that that yeah. he uses his fucking leg. They have to ambulate. And she him. doesn't even know until they're in the interview together because they mm-hmm. say they don't want them to meet together until that point. And I think it's because they're on such like thin ice. Yep. That they don't want it to be an issue, you know, like, with the capital. Mm-hmm. And so she has no idea. Like she's one of those people where she's super smart. But she needs to be left in the dark or else she's just going to yeah. mess. But everything. her reaction was fantastic when she heard something and she's like, wait, what the fuck? And she like yeah. holds up his 
his, let his hands like he's yeah. like I did this to you and he's like no you saved me and she's like no I made you lose your leg and I know that that's an internal struggle for her but honestly she did save him by giving him the tourniquet you know like yeah but like in reality she's gonna I don't know so this it's a struggle for her for sure it should be more of a struggle for him because obviously he's the one who lost his limb but I think that it's so crazy that the Capitol orchestrated that to where that happened on stage with Caesar Flickerman or whatever his name is, because he he is a very good announcer. And uh, honestly, that they had Stanley Tucci play him is just, it's just perfect. I honestly think that it played out better that way though, because And he's like, I did. They didn't let me see you. Like I couldn't yeah. tell you, but it was real emotion from yeah, him. yeah, from both of them. And I think that's that probably saves them more than than anything she could have faked in those interview was that right. real emotion. And I honestly, I feel like that was more Hamish than it was anybody oh, else absolutely. knowing yeah. that they have to play this off to a T, like. Well- I love that. And also because it plays with Outlander to me because Claire has that face that's so readable that it's so repeated throughout the series that everything that she does, you can see on her face. And so Katniss and Claire are the kind of people that they can't hide anything that they think or they see or they do. And they're not good at acting because it's their emotions that control them so they're they're not good at being surprised they're not good at acting surprised and I I really appreciate that because I feel like I'm the same way I feel like I if you were to tell me to act surprised I'd be like it's so amazing it's like a fucking (laughs) acting surprise for a four-year-old and and they feel like you're surprised but everybody else is like, oh, that's a mom surprise right there. Are we going to talk about how it ends? Yeah, yeah go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Hamish blows it. Nah. <laughs> Hamish does it on purpose. He does it on fucking purpose. And I completely agree with why he did it. But it hurts my fucking soul. Go ahead, Janet. I go. I lead it. I, I let you lead this. All I was gonna say is that they like have a stop where she tells him Hamish was coaching her like the whole time, and he's like, "Hold on a second. It's been a strategy for you. Like it hasn't been that for me." But and he, I think he says like, "Good job." Like he tells her, "Good job," and then that's what spurs her to say. Because he says, keep it up Yep. in the district until the cameras are gone. And he's like, what are you talking about? Well, like, it hurts me because, like, Peter gets hurt because he's like, hold on a second. Like, you've been faking this whole time. And then she's also internally, you hear her. She's like, I can't give him what he wants. I get I can't give him a family like he wants because she swears she's never gonna do that. She's never gonna per- put her kids through what she's had to do. So it's so hard because it's like, come on guys, you clearly 
love each other. Like, stop being a 16-year-old kids. And it's right here. It's like, good job, you two. Just keep it up until the district, until the cameras are gone. What does he mean? Peter asks. It's the capital. They didn't like our stunt with the berries. What? What are you talking about? It seemed too rebellious, so Hamish has been coaching me through the last few days, so I didn't make it worse. Coaching you, but not me? He knew you were smart enough to get it right. I didn't know there were any there was anything to get right. So what you're saying is these last few days, and then I guess back in the arena, that was just some strategy you two worked out? No, I mean, I couldn't even talk to him in the arena, could I? But you knew what he wanted you to do, didn't you? I bite my lip. Katniss. He drops my hand and I take a step as if to catch my balance. It was all for the games. How you acted? Not all of it. Then how much? No, forget that. I guess the real question is, what's going to be left when we get home? I don't know. The closer we get to District 12, the more confused I get. He waits for further explanation, but none's forthcoming. Well, let me know when you work it out, he says, and the pain in his voice is palpable. I know my ears are healed because even the rumble of the engine, I can hear every step he takes back to the train. By the time I've climbed aboard, Pete has disappeared in his room for the night. Like, I feel like she's protecting herself again. It's very much like a fight or flight. Like, you know what? We made it this far, but maybe if I like step away, it'll save both of us. But like, I I get it. Like, I don't get it. But down at the bottom, it says, I want to tell him that he's not being fair, that we were strangers, that I did, that I did what it took to stay alive, to keep us both alive in the arena that I can't explain how things are with Gail because I don't know myself. Um, That is no good loving me because I'm never going to get married anyway. And I think like that biggest thing of like not knowing herself, like, and that goes back to like in the beginning where I said with the Gail thing, it's like never, it was only survival for her. And she never considered that anything else was a possibility. That's fair. For her life and for the situation she was put in, that's fair. And yeah, I get that. Like she's had to deal with this crazy world where it's like, why would I want anyone else to deal with this? Yeah. She refuses. But for Peter to put that on her and he, he really, he really keeps most of it to himself, honestly, but for him to insinuate in any way that he's putting that on her is hard because she has never felt the pressure of that relationship while keeping her family alive. Mm-hmm. And what gets me though, and it's like the last, the second to last paragraph of the book, and it's like out of the corner of my eye, I see Peter extend his hand. I look at him unsure one more time for the audience. He says his voice isn't angry. It's hollow, which is already worse. Already the boy with the bread is slipping away from me. And like literally I almost started crying when I read this because I just couldn't. Right? The boy with the bread is like my man. Like, and I'm just like, I just, I'm about to cry because well, she's like, I can't. It's dramatic. But like, it's also her doing it's hard like, doing. The thing is, it's like well, she's sixteen. He's been real. Like you, I, I feel he's like the way 16. she wrote it, he's been real the whole time. He's and never Tannen been so naive. 
It's like, okay. I get it. She's never such an idiot. She's such an idiot and she's never been raised. And I get that a lot of this is her mother's fault. Well, and it's his she's fault. She's been absent. But I'm, I'm like, literally, like, is this real? Like, what? yes. How the fuck does he remember what you're wearing when you're five years fucking old if this this is not real? Let's be real about this, though. She's never already there. She's never let herself think that way, like you said before. And that's where you got me with this whole Gail thing is she she has never ever thought this way before. So she has no way of knowing. Comparing held on to PETA this entire time, and she's even said that, like, yeah, maybe I've noticed the boy with the bread more than I want to admit. But it scares her hands on him her whole life. But which is out of a place like he's it's out of a place because you know he saved her and she doesn't understand why still. Because she she's from the seam and he's not. He's from the the town. He's never had to struggle for food. Sure. He's had leftover food. He has a shitty mom, but he's never really struggled to eat. And she's struggling to continually feed her what? entire family. And so I feel like PETA is privileged in a way that Katniss has never been because a little bit she struggles she realizes that he's not entirely privileged he's like you know what I have she has fresh meat when she gets it whereas he has never been able to have but only because her dad literally blew up and she has to do it herself (laughs) yeah Yeah, but but like that's why i think that beforehand though too because her dad hunted right but they didn't have the best bread she had a good match she had a good family life before her dad died because she got to see a loving and wonderful and amazing relationship while while Peter's dad was in love with her mom. Right. <laughs> and, and while while Peter was eating his entire life, he didn't see a good Still relationship. Bread is not good, Kaylee. Stale yeah. bread okay. is not good. Okay, bitches, it's better than dying of starvation. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to feed your children stale bread or do you want to feed your children? Have you told that to an Italian lately? I want to see that. <laughs> Do you want to feed your children nothing? Stale bread or nothing? Stale bread. I'm going to go with nothing. Stale bread with milk in it is good. So fuck off. Oh my gosh. Can I I do like a a husband appreciation little post right here? Um, I was on half-life. This is what we call my period because my husband says I'm bleeding half my life out. So I was on (laughs) half-life this week. I'm here and for that. So I much. wanted chocolate so bad. So I had bought Mexican hot chocolate. And if anybody hasn't had Mexican hot chocolate, go fucking buy it because it's amazing. It's like Abuelita is the best. Yes. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I have Mexican hot chocolate mix. I'm going to make some. So I make Mexican hot chocolate and it's sitting on the stove cooking. He's like, don't drink that yet. And I'm like, okay. So he's like, I need to get tomatoes. I'll be back. And I'm like, okay. So I just put it on a little low. So it stayed warm. 
he comes back with Mexican sweetbread. Um, oh. So like these gorgeous the colored Mexican sweetbread. I don't know, whatever it is. And he's like, one time when I was in Mexico and I was five, because that's what my mom does and just take me to Mexico for a month, um, which is the truth. It's fucking random. I know. But he's like, just dunk this in your Mexican hot chocolate. And it's like legit. And it was the best thing ever. And I was like, oh, I love you so much. Yes, half of me will. Dunking this Mexican hot this Mexican sweetbread in this Mexican hot chocolate. And it was like the best thing ever. So baby, I love you. You'll never listen Guys, to this. But Mexican, husband Mexican hot chocolate is the best thing ever. It's got like spices in it. So okay, so where can I purchase this? You can get it at Walmart. Walmart. I got one at Walmart. Go to the Mexican section. It's Abuelita brand. Okay, I never go to Walmart. So I'm going to need to look Anywhere, girl. Anywhere. Go to Walmart. send me your address. I will send it to you. Y'all know that I go to Walmart. Like, the block is the best. I did get the, like, the powder, you know, like. The the little, like, circular cubes. But the circular cube where you. What do you do with a cube? Guys, that was bad. (laughs) A circular cube. in triangles okay. and you take a block a sphere. A triangle a sphere okay. yeah. and you take a triangle out and you and you have to heat it in a cylinder milk. it's not a sphere a I meant circu- circular it's circular it's circular would be a cube and there's triangles and you break it up into triangle pieces of a hot chocolate of chocolate and you mm. melt the chocolate in milk on the stove and it mm. makes the it's so fucking good i got the powder oh. kind and it was good, but I feel like the the actual like. Okay, so what is Mexican sweet bread? Oh, oh my gosh! It's so so it's like it's got like it's like this roll, and it's like colored and dusted with like one was like yellow, one was pink, one was okay. whatever, and it's just literally like a bread, very fluffy, but it's sweet, and it's got the coating, the colored coating is like a colored sugar, and where so do I purchase this? Mexican it's called grocery store. Well, fucking, I'm I'm Googling. I know I can go to New Bern to do that because we lived across the street from one in New Bern. Girl, it is like, and you dunk it in the Mexican hot chocolate. So you get this sweet, spicy, chocolatey. Oh my gosh. So that's half of my world. I'm fucking Googling Mexican bakery because if I have to go all the way to New Bern, that's some bullshit. So there's a lot of different breads, but if you get conchas, it's got like this, like yes. okay, almost sugary type thing on top, but it's not sweet. It's exactly the one that was across the street from us. This is exactly what was across the street from us when we first got married in yeah. North Carolina. Google it. Yeah, hole in the wall, girl. Those things are the best. Fuck it, that's exactly. I found a Mexican fuck it. Just we'll today just... where I got my car detailed. We'll just Do go it. to Tryon Palace and fucking go to downtown Newburn. Now just get some Mexican bread, okay? If you want some translation, I will happily dude. Those were the nicest to help you. Those were the nicest people when we first got married because they were just like they welcomed us with open arms because it it's kind of in a very strange area. It's it's like close to the hospital, but also close to downtown, and it's a little bit off the beaten path. 
but we had an apartment right above a store that was across the street and they were just so kind and they were like whatever you need and welcomed us with open arms so yeah we just need to go back over there and get some fucking bread so sorry i know that was like random on this like uh like tirade of a pita but i had to do a just a still deals with bread right sorry spoiler time it all goes with bread Okay, spoiler time. Spoiler time. Alicia, you said you had something. I pretty much said it. Just that, like, Peta in the third book, he literally gets to that point where he's like, fuck you. This is who I am. You take it as it is or go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I'm not catering to you anymore. He did it for two books. And in the third book, he's like, you either no, 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 I'm done. Or he or you don't. Yeah. Like, she's like crazy because for you, and he's like, fuck off. What the fuck? And I get the tracker jacker had done this. Yes, the capital. Yeah. They like tr- what did they do? They but it did put, like it did bring to light some of the things. And it's kind of like, and he's kind of like, you really aren't that pretty. And you really like aren't the fucking nicest person in the world why the fuck would i even love you anyway make me love you like why should i even keep putting myself out there for you so but i feel like it's that like opposite positions in that at that Mm -hmm. point where like he did that in the first book and she has to do it in the third book but that's what i'm saying like you know what i'm gonna be the person to like offset you to make you come down from like your anxiety and then the third book she's gonna be like all right I'm gonna bring you back to who you are but I think that that like yeah that that turns around that like I'm just that that panda of um what Kaylee was saying for Peta. like I think in the third book he's literally like you take me for who I am or you could fuck off yeah you're not perfect and i'm that more dominant situation shit for you this needs to be a two-way street so i think as as he gets older and as he gets tortured like he he gets more of his dominance and like i know amanda's laughing at me but it, it does and and as he gets better he goes back to being his normal like heartfelt self but in a way where it doesn't like take away from who he is and what he deserves i guess yeah he's like one of those people i and i think this is why i like him is that he knows how to handle i don't want to say handle but he knows how to deal with how she's feeling yeah and that's so hard to come upon like you don't find a lot of people who are like all right like you're super stressed let me make a joke and do this Mm -hmm. and i think that's why i love him so much is because he's so relatable Mm-hmm. For me, because I feel like I'm very much like that. Just like I try not to be too serious, and he's very much like I'm not gonna live, but I'm still gonna try my hardest. Yeah, I agree. And uh, and so the book ends with both of them going back to their district, right? They're like literally on the train oh, to go. The, the let's hold hands for the first time and then yeah. that's like last time and that's it and it ends yeah yeah so okay so we will uh 
we will delve into book two guys and that's yeah. that's it for book one thanks hey. for listening thanks for listening to us in our drunken tirade of uh pita loving and talking. we're gonna do the we're gonna do the movie oh we, we are, are going gonna to watch the movie, movie. i the i feel movie. like we should watch it together i'm not gonna lie i feel like we should all like watch it on video Wanna together. do like a live stream of like not live like but this yeah, like, yeah but like i feel like we should honestly do it together so we can all get our our honest reactions of the movie let's do it i already know my reaction if you're gonna put liam hemsworth as gail I'm in. Peter has no chance, guys. (laughs) I know. Come on. I'm in. So I think we should. I think we should. And uh, okay, let's do it. It's just guys, be ready for a long episode. So movie episodes are gonna long episodes. Uh, and and if if you don't want a long episode, we can clippy clippy clippy. You know, edit. Um, and it is what it is. It is what it is, bitches. Okay. So. Thank you for listening to us. This ends book one. Uh, after we watch the movie, we'll dive into book two. Um, join us in this read along. Follow us on Instagram at the Territorial Fate Podcast. Facebook, the same thing. Like and follow us on any of your podcast um, platforms. Platforms. So listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything more there. Um, Amanda, host Amanda, is queen of the rereads at um, on Instagram. I'm Lady Perfectionist. And uh, thanks, you know, for joining us for this read-along. And until next time, happy listening. <laughs> <laughs>